the EDP. Weird Norfolk, with Shifra Connor, Stacia Briggs and Richard Fair. Hi, today we're in the Cloisters at Norwich Cathedral and we're going to be talking about the Lantern Man of the Norfolk Broads, um, also known as Will-o'-the-Wisp. Um, in particular, we're going to be talking about Joseph Bexfield, who was a wary man who met an unusual and unpleasant death on August the 11th, 1809, um, when he went for a walk on the Broads at night and was claimed by the ghost lights. Ooh. So, yeah, mainly this is the story of, of kind of the the well-known legend of Will-o'-the-Wisp and the ghost lights and the corpse candles or whatever you like to call them, um, the, the mist that was, that was lit up on the brawls, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know that much about the Lantern Man. Um, I'm not from Norfolk originally, and it wasn't really anything I'd ever really come across until, like, fairly recently. And I, I think it's when we did this story, it kind of... I kind of heard about it a little bit because obviously he goes along the North Norfolk coast as well um, and on the broads um, so it's yeah it's quite an interesting I'd heard of all of the wisps um, but I'd never really associated them with Norfolk um, yeah I, I I had because I think oh there's Budge the cathedral cat coming towards oh us <laughs> here we go this is really exciting um, live on air um, yes um, the the, the, the idea of he's coming of phosphorescence which is basically marsh gas is something that we're, we're too excited bunch of the cathedral cat is coming really wanted to see budge come here budge come here i'm coming i'm coming yeah. my word. tails up he's very happy he is very happy he look, is he coming here or not what do we say come and <laughs> hear about lantern man <laughs> budge <gasps> oh look at him I'm just getting my phone out so I yeah, get a picture we're just going to live, Instagram live him for... Oh, look at him. So we've gone about Lantern Man. I've got a little stroke. Okay. Bless him. I can't yes. believe he just walked straight past us. <laughs> yeah, literally walked straight past us. Um, these, these, um, these fires that were seen on the marshes have been documented for absolutely centuries and Samuel Taylor Coleridge wrote about the Lantern Man or Will-o'-the-Wisp um, in The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Um, there's a very posh quote that I won't read because I'll, I'll put the voice on and I don't want to. But he talked about death fires, which was the foolish fire that could lure men to their death. Um, and it was... It, it's, it's... Oh, he's back! Literally walking away. Um, so this chap that we're speaking of, Joseph Bexfield, he's a wary man whose work was often really treacherous, but it wasn't actually a wary that caused his death. It was the fact that he went back to the wary one night, pick up a parcel for his wife, who he knew would be really annoyed if he didn't bring it back. He'd been warned by his like, <coughs> sailor friends not to go out there because... It was obviously really late, and the lights of the Lantern Man had been seen. Yeah. And so they pleaded with him, didn't yeah. they, like not to go? But I think he knew. He knew those. He said he knew those marshes like the back of his hand, and he was perfectly safe to kind of go back across in the dark to get this package from the 
from the um, from the Werry, and he'd been having one or two at the White Horse Inn at Thirlton, and um, as as Shiva says, kind of friends begged him not to not to go, but he was more frightened of his wife than he was of the Lantern Man. Um, we all know that feeling, and he um, so he set off, and it was the last time his friends ever saw him. He would he failed to return home or to work the next morning, and and when they looked in the marsh. They couldn't find him. His body finally washed up three days later on the banks of the River Yare. And this belief in the Lantern Man is, is still talked about, or was still being talked about, in the 1950s. And locals would say that they saw, then it was added, that it was the ghost of Joseph Bexfield and the Lantern Man. So he it's would be like seeing... He collects the souls, doesn't he, of yeah. like, travellers who he's kind of led astray. Um, Mrs. Lub- Lubbock. I don't know if you've ever come across Mrs. Lub- Lubbock. Yeah. I can barely say her name, as usual. Um, but she was um, like a wise woman at Ersted. And to be fair, she is a whole podcast episode yeah. on her own because she's brilliant. She did like had loads of like prophecies and and things. And um, but she told tales. Her memory went back to the 18th century, um, obviously because of her family and stuff like that would pass stories down. And she would tell tales of the Lantern Man. And she believed it was um, the spirit of a guy called Hurd, who, um, Alderfen Broad, I've never been there, so I'm not exactly sure what that is. Um, But he was was drowned for committing some unspecified crime. And, uh, you know, his um, vengeance was to wander the the broads with his lantern and, and try and, you know, claim people's souls. Um, so that's really interesting. Um, but there's also tales on the North Norfolk coast, I think, of um, the Lantern Man along there, and, and he'll be attracted to you if you whistle. Yeah. Um, so if there's two of you, if you both whistle, you can kind of keep tricking him as to which way to go, and that's mm-hmm. like one way of escaping him. Um, it's that very just, famous, is it P.D. James' yes. story, Whistle and I'll oh, Come oh, To You? Yes. Yeah, which is probably one of the scariest things yes. I've ever seen on the telly. Yeah, it is super, yeah, that yeah. is super scary. Although we would not suggest trying to trick the Lantern Man on the marshes um, by whistling. No. That's not a good idea. In the same way that so many of our stories have a kind of background of good sense, there are lots of reasons to persuade people not to go walking in the dark on the marshes. You know, if you were caught in the wrong area, you would be gone and you would be sucked into the mud and that would be the end of you. And it was a horrifically dangerous place. The broads at that point, or the, the waterways, were incredibly dangerous. Reeds would drag where he's under. It was a really difficult, hard job. And so, so there's a reason why they're kind of saying these lights beckon people to their deaths. It, it, but they, these lights did actually exist. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's kind of um, organic material decaying, which science causes the oxidisation of hydrogen phosphide and methane gas, which produces a so-called cold flame. Um, It's been known for literally centuries, fool's fire, um, and is seen over bogs, swamps, marshes, of which we have many in Norfolk. It's been all over the world, isn't it? You know, so it's... You can see why people would think it was a spirit, Mm. because it, like, just vanishes all of a sudden. And, you know, if you're in the in a dark kind of expanse and you see like a little light in the distance you're, you're likely to think either that's another person who's like walking yeah. you know carrying a lantern along or or it might be a house or something so you start heading to, towards right, it yeah, and then yeah, you're, well, you you're gone yeah, yeah. You, yeah. if you're lost walk, walk you towards there. the light yes, yes. the light yeah, is yeah. normally seen as safe isn't it yeah, this, yeah. in this case 
quite the opposite. In North Norfolk, where there are no not it's salt marshes as opposed to um, the kind of marshes that are elsewhere, there's a different kind of phosphorescence, which is the, the algae um, at certain times of year, particularly when it's been cold and then it's warm, so possibly now, um, and the algae breeds and comes inland with the sea. And there were there've been tales of, of ghostly footprints. So when people walk, their footprints behind them will light up. And I interviewed um, crab fisherman at Cromer, who said that it was a bad day when the algae was would come because the, their crab nets would be covered in it, and the crabs would see the crab see nets <laughs> and and go away, and the crabs they bought would be glowing as well. So it, you know you can see that in times gone by when you don't know about algae, you don't and and this and this would just appear. It wouldn't be kind of you wouldn't be able to say, well, this will happen then. It, if your footprints lit up, if your crabs <laughs> were glowing, then <laughs> you would possibly be somewhat perturbed, wouldn't you? Mm. So Norfolk is... And we've got glowing owls, haven't yeah, we? Yeah. Um, owls well, who... That, is one, that was one kind of explanation as to what the lantern man might be, was the glowing owls yeah. flying over the marshes. The owls are not what they seem. So what are glowing owls, for those that don't know? Well, I was going to say, this is like your favourite topic, I so I don't want to like talk about it, because it's yours. I just said to Richard when you were off um, chasing uh, Budge, the celebrity cat, I just said I wrote literally two sets of massive features on this for the EDP, which I'm sure pretty much I read, and that was it. Uh, but, but I am slightly obsessed by phosphorescence. Um, the glowing owls are... There's a fungi in the woods that grows, quite rare, but it is phosphorescent and the, the the story is that owls alight upon a tree they get covered in the spores from and when they fly they are luminous yeah. and we yeah it must be beautiful to see though oh but it's really sad because there's some is it in like the victorian times they this was a bit of a thing and someone saw one in kings or, or the kingsland area he and he it. shot it yeah that's really sad and then obviously it lost its glow so yeah <laughs> Yeah, like, somewhat, yes. Yeah, yeah. Somewhat lost its glare. It's like, why would you like shoot like something that looks so magical? Like it's just like madness. Just let it do its business. Like. Yeah. But so so Norfolk is. We are well known for these kind of magical lights, which I I just as Shiv says, I just there are some of these stories that I love, I and I this is one of them. Um, the the will o' the wisps so much anymore. I was reading because like the drainage. the drainage, you, you don't get as much of a build up of the gas, so you just don't see it anymore, which is a real shame. There was some talk as well that the lantern man part of the story was because the gas could be ignited by fire. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that, I am no mathematician or scientist, but um, apparently that if it, it could be ignited and therefore. You know, it could so cause. This, so there was this danger of actually carrying a lantern with you. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was reading that um, there was one tale. Um, one, um, Walter Rye wrote, um, mm. "Once I heard of one, of one following a man while he was carrying a lantern one night. The man knew what to do. He set the lantern down and ran away as if the devil kicked him. When he ventured to look round." there was the lantern man kicking the lantern over and over again. So the lantern man was actually drawn to the, the lant- right. to the light as well. And so by leaving your lantern at home or like leaving it, you're avoiding the lantern man, but obviously that's going to create its own dangers. Ooh. And it was like this real kind of 
thing that people had to weigh up. Are they going to yeah. take their lantern and I guess possibly set off some marsh gas, gas with their lantern? Mm. Well, or do they leave their lantern at home but then get drawn Whenever I used to go out, my mother always used to say, leave your lantern at home. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know. But well, the thing is, yeah, the, the thing is, though, you, we talked a little bit earlier about, you know, if you, if you get out on the, the marshes and you get lost and you see a light, mm. yes, you would be inclined to go for it. And if it turns out that it's somebody else and it's a house or whatever, happy ending. If it isn't, if somebody goes towards, towards the light and it's just marsh gas and then you get sucked in and, under, and you, you're dead, again, at that time, people will probably have said, well, that wasn't their fault. That was because they were dragged into yeah, it by the devil or, yeah. or by yeah, a lantern. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Make, they put the blame onto something else, don't mm. they? Yeah. So, you know. It is, it is one of those classic tales like the Shrieking Pits, like all of yeah. those stories where it's basically don't go on the marsh at night. You yeah. know, because it's really because stupid. Going to get you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, and and you know, I guess that in in its way, in the grain of truth theorem that runs through many of our stories, if you did go to investigate that light, it will kill you because you're going into an area where you haven't got. You, you know, there's nothing to cling on to if you are being sucked into mud. You have no chance. You've, you you're gone, aren't you? You can't. There's nothing to hold on to. There's no, no way to haul yourself out. There's going to be nobody else. Even people couldn't even get to them if they were. You know, you'd need some huge kind of. You'd, you'd be a goner. So you can see where this one comes like from. There's something in me though that would actually really like to see it because it would just be so magical, though, wouldn't it? Yes. Like if you saw those lights. I mean, we we know what it is. We know not to go wandering into the marsh. We know it's not, uh, you know, a spirit that's going to steal our. But we know we've got like we yeah. know what it is. Yes. Um, ah, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. I'm so sorry. You're okay. Hello. All the animal visitors yeah. today. Oh. Who else have you had? We've had Budge. Oh yes. Oh. We haven't met him close, but Who, we've who's seen this? Him. This is Priscilla. Priscilla. Oh. And Priscilla is a. She is a half shifsu and a half. Oh, this is why we cover. This is why we like coming out and recording, isn't it? Hello, aren't you lovely? (laughs) (laughs) See you later. (laughs) (laughs) Sighting. <laughs> Morgan, this is a great place, isn't it? We've never yeah. had an outside no. broadcast we where we've been safe. We should outside places more often where we can see so animals. much animal activity. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see it, basically. Just because I, I do think it would be just so magical to see. It's like when you talk about the phosphorescence on the beach oh, and stuff. Could gosh. you imagine? Like, I had a chap who was on phosphorescent watch for me. He lived in in Stukey, Stifkey, um, and he ha- used to have a caravan which was on the salt marsh and he had seen it and he was on kind of permanent watch but then he didn't live there anymore so that was the end of that but he, you know, he was kind of saying to me this will happen and I will phone you and it'll be the middle of the night and I was like I will, c- I will come um, <laughs> but he said, I will come. yeah he said it's amazing he said it would literally be you'd kind of look out and at first you'd think it was moonlight reflected in a strange way over the salt marsh and then you'd look and suddenly you'd realise there was no moonlight and it was this kind of, or there wasn't enough to cause that. Yeah. And it would be, and you'd see a bird like walking and its footprints would light up. 
So that, I, that's what I want to see. Yeah. And, and I would still come, wouldn't you? Yeah. Just yeah. If you called and said, right, Shifa, it's happening, yeah. let's go. We need to go yeah. now. Yeah. And I remember, I remember I went searching for this chap's grave back um, in the day when I was tediously writing about phosphorescence for an audience of one, me, and, um, and finding it and being quite excited and then yeah. sad. He was a real person. His grave is there. And is he, yeah, Churchill at Thelton. On the south of the River Yeah. And it says, a verse on his headstone, O cruel death that would not spare, a father kind and husband dear, great as ye lost to ye, three he left behind, but he they hope will greater comfort find. It doesn't mention anything about how he lost his life there, though, does it? Yeah. it? Could have done I'd a drawing, couldn't it? I know. I'd want that. And a picture. Painting by the lantern man. I know. <laughs> How amazing would yeah. that be if it said that? I might have that on my gravestone anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, are, are, are there a lot of sightings of the man with a lantern, or is it there's just a lot of sightings of lights which people say mm. it must be a man? There are some sightings of, of yeah, him. Say that the man was seen. Yeah, shadowy figure. Yeah, in, yeah. There's a Fenland storyteller, Jack Barrett, who wrote East Anglian folk tales, and in that, the the figure of Joseph Beckfield is is mentioned, being seen on misty nights wandering over the marsh, um, and it was the ghostly figure that. Interesting thing of it's a bit like I can't remember what the name of it is, but the the boat, the man on the boat that takes you across to the, the yeah. There were sticks. Yeah, and like. What do you mean, read them? No, yeah. That one, no, the river sticks. And you, if he, if you take his plate or place and row, then you become him. Right. And that's kind of, I get this. Yeah, yeah, but that's the kind of thing. And I, I feel like this is a bit the same with the lantern man. If, if he gets you, then you. So you're not free. Game of it. Yeah, you're like you're not free until you take a soul, and then you can move on, and that person takes your place. Yeah. It's a similar well, sort of feeling, I think, because. My, my memory of the story of the ferryman, and this may be based on a Krista Burr record, <laughs> is don't pay him. That's, that's where it goes wrong, yeah. is when you pay him, oh. you then become... And you've taken that from when, Krista Burr. Yeah, I've, I've taken Can that from Krista Burr. I'd rather not. <laughs> Damn. Even with all this lovely acoustic <laughs> echo and everything. It and like... the fact we've just seen a roof boss that looks like it's doing karaoke, <laughs> yes. haven't we? <laughs> Um, yeah, I have got some advice for both of you of what to do if you see so the lantern man. Yeah. This is Auntie, Auntie Stacia. Dear Stacia, what should I do if, if upon the broad um, uh, I find the lantern man? Well, if the lantern man lights upon you, the best thing is to throw yourself flat on your face and hold your breath. I don't think that is the best is that thing. That he'll pass by you without noticing you. Yeah. It also says you should put your another piece of advice says you should put your face in the mud. So uh, it says yeah, it could be evaded by laying face down on the ground with your mouth in the mud. I'm not sure that this is uh, a great idea. But the landman also been seen near Wiccan Fen, which is is that Norfolk or is that Cambridgeshire? Cambridgeshire on the border. Um, but yeah, they, and in Cambridgeshire, they believe that on the fens, um, that Lantern Man is, uh, or they are evil spirits trying to draw victims to their death in the reed beds, drawn to the sound of whistling, and um, a variation of the Will of the Wisp, which is a worldwide thing, Will of the Wisp, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. There's like loads of different incarnations. Kenneth Williams. And, and, and Kenneth Williams did the voice, the, yeah. Will of the Wisp. That's one of my favourite TV shows. Um, yeah, it's, it's all over the world, and they all have a similar kind of you know, tale, like the theme of it. It's either 
steal your soul or there's treasure, mm. basically. So the lantern man is guarding treasure. Um, I did write down some different ones, actually. Yeah. Did you? We probably looked it's at the same place. Light in, I, don't, I don't think I can say it. Saskatchewan. Marfa Lights of Texas. Naga Fireballs on the Mekong in Thailand. Hesedalen Light in Norway. Um, so these are these are all over and they were this this lantern man idea was also attributed to some of the 1950s ufo sightings which seems a bit unlikely weird norfolk produced and edited by richard fair the edp